Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Come on down. Two way to your watering hole. Hey, y'all. What up, y'all? Hey, y'all. It's CJ. And Luana. And it's another episode of ATL Watering Hole. Well, guys, we're going to get right into it because it's been a while since we recorded an episode. And so our It's a Vibe this week is the beautiful Gabby Sibide. Lord, please forgive me if I'm mispronouncing this young lady's last name. But I'm shouting out Gabby simply because as of this week, I took my engagement photos. And so they came out really good. And so I'm excited to get those back. But also because Gabby is also celebrating an upcoming wedding. And so she was on the cover of uh, the newest Brides digital magazine. And she was talking about being an untraditional bride and the type of dress that she wants to wear at her wedding. Initially, she thought her and her fiance were going to elope, but then she realized that she really wanted to have a celebration of their union. And she talks about how they met and everything. They actually met online. They met online. She didn't, I forgot if she said which particular site that they met on, but it's really cute to see her in love. You can tell it's glowing on her. And so I like some of the traditional, some of the different outfits that they have her try on. So shout out to Gabby. Did he know she was Gabby? I'm assuming he did. I'm not sure. Don't now that I'm that's I do not know. But I wonder how you know how big a role that played for her. Like if I meet someone on the app who doesn't know me and I'm famous, right? Like, oh, okay, we could really start from scratch, right? Well, he is supposedly a personal trainer, and I've heard him speak. He doesn't have an accent, so I don't think he is. He looks like he looks like he might not quite know who she is. I'm going to say he didn't because yeah. I feel like even though Gabby is known, she's more known in the black community. Correct. Right. Because even one of her first biggest movies is a black movie. That's not a movie that I'm going to like. No. I, I read the book, which is precious. I don't know if any of you have read the book, but the book is rougher. So, and that's not saying much. That's saying a lot, actually. So, and then I'm not going to get on my soapbox, but I was wondering why it is. or why it seems a lot of times black actresses and actors have to play like these seedy, low budget, crazy roles to get their notoriety. Because even though I hated Precious for what it was, Shea Ghetto, um, it put her on the map. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like Monsters Ball, when Halle Berry finally got the recognition she deserved. Honey, that was not the moment. I've seen that movie, and that was not the moment. I got naked before, though. That was not it. Mm mm. Um, I just. I'm like, y'all gave her. What what are we looking at? An Oscar for showing her ass. And getting hit from the back. Billy Bob Thornton of all people. said it was about the sex thing, but I don't really think so. I think it was about the whole. The whole storyline and how ghetto again it was. Like she had to play this dumbed down, low budget, just because losing Isaiah wasn't good enough. Losing Isaiah wasn't good enough because she still had proper noun subject verb agreement. Mm. She still knew how to speak. Mm-hmm. And, and Monsters Ball, I was like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? The so one I, Oscar Denzel Washington won for Training Day. I hated Training Day. And he was ghetto up in there. That's what I'm saying. Why we all like, no, nah, I love Training Day now. I ain't even home. Did not like Training Day. Then, you want to go to jail or you want to go home? I didn't, no. Nah. Surgical with this bitch, Jake. How you want it? Clearly, you've seen it a couple times. <laughs> oh, I know. I know this. Mr. Washington. Yes. 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 yes sir. I love him. Yeah. But uh, again, yeah, I've seen him in, in better lights, you know. 
Um, yeah. That was a ghetto role. And yeah. that's how he had to get his accolades. I just, I don't know. I don't want to make it about race because you know how I get on my soapbox. But I do wonder that. That's a question. So yes. if anybody has any insight, please wait in. I did see some of the photos from the photo shoot with Gabby and her fiance. Congratulations to them. I love the bright colors. So if being non-traditional means she's going to possibly bust out in a fuchsia and royal blue dress, I am here for it. I am. Absolutely. My favorite picture is the picture in the yellow. You guys, if you get to take a look. Let us know what you think. Absolutely. Are you going to be a non-traditional bride? I myself will be in a white dress. Oh, she is tradition. Yes. I don't know. Have you ever thought about it? I didn't have my Pinterest board for three years, so <laughs> no, maybe longer. Absolutely not. No, um, EJ had me trying to get a dusty Pinterest together. He's like, you gotta put a vision. <laughs> you do. No, Manifestation. Logged, and I haven't logged back in since. Hmm. Hadn't added to the board. I do hmm. know I want a bohemian chic vibe. I okay, that. I can see I that. I don't know about the colors, though, because I'm here for a bright color. I okay. don't know if I want to be a bright color bride. Right, know? right, right, right. Okay. I don't know about that. You might in your, in your theme and decoration, not right. so much in your dress. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I get that. But you could probably find a bohemian dress and it's still white. Right, exactly. Yeah, and which is where I think I'll be. Like, you know, that'll be the line probably. Okay. Well, I can't wait to see that fabulous day. Yes. <laughs> so our second, it's a vibe, will be Mr. Shaq O'Neal of how many basketball teams? Lakers, Miami Heat, Magic. Orlando Magic. Magic. Whatever teams he played. I think he played for Cleveland Cavaliers at one point. He did? He did. Very short, briefly. But the point of the matter is, we're shouting out as our It's a Vibe Shaq because as of late, not too long ago, Shaq was on a podcast. And um, the host of that podcast had already went viral for some um, statements he had made about Sierra and her marriage to Russell and his thoughts on whether or not Russell was actually her type and that future is the type that she no- normally goes for. And I believe that we are all capable of change. Okay. First off, what makes him an expert on what she typically goes for? Like he even had conversations with Sierra. Like see, he and Sierra's brain. So I don't know. I don't, he has not had one conversation with Sierra. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you know anything about her besides what you've read? Right. You know, but uh, getting away from the point, Shaq was on this young man's show. He is a former NFL player from my understanding. And uh, again, it was another situation where I felt like he was trying to get something negative out of this, where he was asking Shaq about his divorce from his children's mother, Shawnee O'Neal. Shawnee is now engaged to a pastor. Yeah. And basically Shaq spoke very highly of her. He said that, you know, I was the reason for the divorce and our, you know, what the demise of our marriage, you know, I take full responsibility for that. She did everything that she was supposed to do as a wife. I was the one who fucked up. He was talking about how he lives in a huge house and how he's living in there by himself. So he's kind of reflecting on, you know, all this success, but it don't mean anything if you don't have your family around you, the people that you love and care about. So I just, again, shout out. He's, he's our, it's a vibe because I like that we are starting to see more people taking responsibility and accountability. and accountability in their relationships and, you know, trying to be better moving forward. Because to me, that also is going to um, reflect in the, what he tells his sons and how they're going to move yep. in their relationships Absolutely. once they start uh, having their own families, you know, because we're trying to break curses around here, these generational. Exactly. We want to have kids that are going out and making responsible choices in their relationships as well. So that's a vibe for me. It's a vibe. 
it's a whole Shout vibe. Shout out to you, Shaq. Yeah. I don't think Shaq gets enough credit just all around anyway. Absolutely. Um, for a lot of the great works that he does. You know, he like the sheriff for the mayor or something. Uh, Somewhere here in Georgia. McDonough's Somewhere here in Georgia. I believe it is McDonough, to be honest with you. Voluntarily, though. It might be Henry County. Child, don't give me lies. Something to do with Henry. Well, McDonough is way. in Henry, if I'm oh, not mistaken. Okay. So it makes sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Somewhere out there, I hear he's doing a great work. I think he does a lot of philanthropy. Like, Absolutely. Things that go unnoted. Even as far as his career, be, the assist that he played in the league. Like, yes. People downplay right. how much of a goat. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Center. Oh my God. I was. I was a little upset about you missing all them free throws when you was on the like. Well, he was a listen. He was a dunker. He was not a free thrower. Okay. You got to know your strengths. That's what I. As I tell EJ all the time, you got to know your lane and roll in it. Roll in it. It, It's something to be said about knowing your lane. So we can't all be good at everything, but Mm -hmm. you are awesome, and you do not often get the credit you deserve. Shout out to you. Mr. Shaquille O'Neal right. and right. uh, continue to be a light and an example. For Absolutely. Our we need it. Whew. We need it day and day. Speaking so. of accountability, let's oh. get into oh today's my. topic. Oh my. And what is our topic? Your man. Your man's. He, the nigga Davis. Let me stop. <laughs> is that what <laughs> He was First somebody's. Name, except- Kevin, last name. Samuels. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Samuels, because you know I don't have a heaven or a hell to put you in. At you know, all. so rest your soul. We did talk about Mr. Samuels on a prior episode. On that episode, we were talking about one of his interviews that he had done. Right, and his interview, I do believe, was about dating within your bracket. Right. Um, there's a woman that called in, and she was saying how she needed a man to make six figures because she makes this amount. Right. And blah, blah, blah. He started asking her all of these things about her weight. Essentially, in a nutshell, I think it was you have to manage your expectations. Right, right. And that you checking for ain't checking for you. Right, right. But I don't think, particularly with her, that she was asking for something that she was unwilling to give. But he was harping on the other things like that. She was a mom of a child, single mom, that she was, I think she was over 30. I can't remember whether she said she yeah. was over 30. And so the last thing that he actually talked about talked about before he passed was that women over 35 are considered leftover women and that you are no longer of value. At this point, if you do have a man, you should be okay with sharing him, you know, and see, you I just bought him on a barrel. And I'm just like, see, huh. yeah, I need context. So when we last spoke about Mr. Samuels, you had seen the entire interview. I That's true. Not, so I had That's to true. go watch it to get context because context, context, context yep. for me is everything. And people were weighing in and they were missing the point. And I didn't like that. Okay. Because once I went back and kind of watched the interview, I really didn't feel like he was wrong. She was doing a lot. I was like, girl, you got mm-hmm. to tone that all the way down. He was essentially telling her manager expectations and she was trying to talk over. I didn't agree with every single thing he says. I rarely agree with every single thing anybody says. I think people took it and ran with it instead of listening to the whole thing. I don't really think he was trying to go in on her. I think she got in her feelings, started snapping, and then it was a little bit of a snap back that probably hurt because a lot of it hit home in that interview. So for this one that we're talking about today, I feel like I haven't heard it, so I need context. Well, okay. You are absolutely correct. We might have to revisit this, this on the start? next episode, but I do... No, we no time like the press. Uh, well, hey, pull it on up. It's Let's see. We 
I see him. Um, I see okay. what's up. So anyway, keep talking because you've so, seen it. So again, I have not seen this last episode. This uh, is what okay. I have read in articles about the last thing that he said. So apparently the last episode, I don't know if he was talking to a woman that was over 35 or whether he was just, you know, doing his normal. I talk to women every day. And when I talk to professional women over 35, you get a laundry list of requirements. I've actually taken to the point to where I record some women and I play it back in the session. I'm like, listen to how you sound. They're like, oh, I didn't know I sounded like that. I'm like, that's how you go into the dating market with your fist up, ready to tell a man he ain't crap. So if that's the case, ladies, what are you expecting from men? So I'm going to go over to Facebook and I'm going to read some of these comments and we're going to open it up. I'm going to bring in some folks on Instagram to talk and then I'm going to also bring in some folks on Facebook. Why am I bringing in people from Facebook? Now, before he goes into bringing the people in, because again, I think once the people start clapping, he starts clapping back. Right. The premise of his point is that first couple of sentences right there, which I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that either. I don't like for people to group people. And I think people take things to heart and run with it when we're speaking in generalities. It's not, I don't think that he's saying all women, but that's just how he's delivering it. He's saying women over 35. And I think he's speaking to the majority. You may be in the minority, but like the old folks say, a hit dog, a holler. If the shoe fits where, if it doesn't, it doesn't. Do I think a larger group of women over 35 fit that descriptor that he just gave? Absolutely. I do. I do. I don't think he's. I mean, one of my clients is a former dating coach. And the reason why she got out was because of a lot of the women that she was dealing with were coming to her with unrealistic expectations. They weren't willing to do the self work to attract the kind of men that they were asking for, you know? And then on top of, again, Yes, not everybody is going to be making a high six figures because $100,000 ain't really a lot of money, but that is still six figures. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I think if you are a woman who's making six figures, you could easily work with a man that's making close to that. You know what I'm saying? He didn't even say that though. He didn't even go that far into it. He said- But I'm pretty sure that's on that list. successful have too much of a laundry list. And I'm sure that's that's number one and number two. Maybe, maybe not. Another thing very important to me that stuck out, stuck out about what he said that I to- wholeheartedly agree with is we talk and sometimes we don't listen to how we sing. Okay. We got these lists. Case in point, EJ. <laughs> when I met EJ, y'all, who was... When I what, met you, wait, you wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was. So, when what I met that? EJ... <laughs> Girl, don't get me loud. I didn't know you behind for a while, so I don't know. <laughs> Right. Well, for let's say purposes, I had just Demonstra went over the hump. Purposes. Let's just say I had just went over the hump. She would fit that description. She was thirty, oh! you know, over thirty-five. I don't agree with that. Definitely successful in her career, and she had a list of what she was and was not gonna bend on. Okay, baby was living in Grayson, thinking she was gonna meet the pizza man with this list that I knew he wasn't going to be. But my list is not them women's list. He didn't specify. He said women over. Let's run it back. Let's just. I I do need to know. He didn't specify what was on the list. He said they have a list. I need to listen to that episode. He said they have a list. 
and the list is too long. It's too much. You coming in guns blazing. And you didn't have that on your list about the six figures, but your list was too long. I was saying it on my list. You don't remember. And that's the thing. And see, this is the point he's making. You never hear it because you're talking and you're in that moment, but other people are listening to you. And sometimes you don't get it till you do a playback. But honey, we can run it back. Mm. He got to have kids because I ain't having no more. Well, that's he right. He got to be that in the gym five times a week because I'm in the gym. <laughs> he got to be in the Oh, she was going in. Honey, <laughs> EJ had a list, baby. That, was, but it was, that wasn't a bad list. It was a long list. I Whatever. Whatever. Anywho, I can guarantee you she is happily engaged now and that list... <laughs> A lot of it went away. Okay, it yeah, okay. Ten to that's five, fine. ten to that's a good and I got all five, and she did. But she, but that's the, that's the point. The point is, it takes some self reflection sometimes. When EJ was, I ain't moving in with no man, and when I meet him, he better not do this. We not. I mean, EJ had a list y'all. She but, might not remember, and I wish I had the conversations to be like Kevin and Claire. Oh, this shit, this you? But I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like you had a list? I'm not over 35. But that is the point. I'm just about the I, list portion. I don't think I've ever gone through a list, actually. I mean, you tell me. Maybe I'm like that. Maybe I don't remember. You know I what? I don't ever get, since you talked to me. I don't, I don't think you've anything. ever had a list. I have to be honest about that. I don't feel like you've ever had a list. Because I'm more of a like, I gotta fill it out. You know, like what I require from one man might be different than what I require from another. And that's not right. my favorite number. <laughs> I think your list, I mean, it's going to be adjustable in terms of your expectations, depending upon who that man is and what they have going on. Like obviously a dude with children is going to be treated differently than a dude who's single. You know what I'm saying? Who doesn't have responsibilities. A dude who, I don't know, maybe is a business owner and does that full-time versus somebody who has a full-time nine to five. I think those are different expectations and you could roll with either one. It's not, no, you know, that he had to be, an entrepreneur yeah, or something like that. More like he got to know Jesus. <laughs> right. That's about it. Right. I'm going to need you to know, know somebody, you know, believe in something other than yourself. And what else? Be a good person. I, I just, I need you to be a good person. Right. You know at your core, you're not a good person. Leave me alone. Right. And the enumerated things, you know, or is it the unenumerated things where, you know, trust, that's you go without saying, be a man of your word. Yeah. Those you things know? that you can't look at a profile and assess. Right. Basically. Exactly. EJ was swiping left on that profile, left and left and left. Uh-uh. He ain't. She was tearing up. Down. I feel like, I like the wine be going so hard on me, bro. No, it is just, <laughs> it is not that I was not, I that, not that rough. I, I am wasn't not trying to go hard on okay. her. Okay. Her son told her the same thing. My son just told me I needed to date. He didn't say I needed to relax. He your child. He couldn't tell me. Please. And the moment somebody <laughs> did, he started acting stupid. So I, mm-mm. you don't bring Darren into this. Oh, boy. Well, we have a friend in common who would probably agree with me. But you got it. Right. They ain't here the same. But she just go automatically say they would agree with her. I could not. I could not. Uh, Perhaps. 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 I'm wrong. EJ is not the only friend of mine who I know that fits that description. I will say that once you start actually dating, especially if you've been out of the dating scene for a while, everybody to me is going to come into it with some expectations or thoughts. 
But then once you start dating, you can adjust. It's the people who refuse to adjust at all that are the ones that are the ones that I feel like he is talking to. The ones who are in who refuse to adjust at all. It's either you take me as I am and that's it. And I think a lot of them do refuse to adjust. And it's not always intentional refusal. Sometimes it's you've never had that playback. Or you don't have right. Moana in your life. It's right. like, girl, if you don't swipe right and get on this damn date, I don't care if it goes to shit. It'll be a good story. Right. This is true. Everybody does not have that support system or, you know, that accountability. They right. Won't t- they won't take a moment and self-reflect or play back a conversation like, damn, I was doing a lot. Right. They right. So, right. I don't know. I agree with that portion of it. At what point does he start saying that they're used good? I'm gonna look. Well, maybe yeah. If you can put the captions on and see, and try to make sure we don't have no copyright issues because we playing this video. I can't even get. Generation X women are part of the conversation too. Men don't have to understand where you come from. Men don't have to understand any of that stuff. Men are trying to think I get wrong or believe I get wrong, and more more than anything else, the the response was. Who are you to say what you say? How dare you? All right, uh, here's what I'm going to ask. And I'm, there are 2,100 comments. See, here's somebody say, now care about numbers. Facebook, let me tell you in particular, I find it funny that now women want to get into the, well, you only talk about one issue. You only talk about a high value. Or you only do this. You don't talk about everything. You don't talk about spirituality. What Pause it for a second. French toast, do you think one person... What do you think it means to be high value? I think it's relative to who you're asking. Well, what do you think he means when he says high value, particularly talking about high value men? Well, at this point, I'm unclear. Because you said he was sub-leasing an apartment. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's so what, There is things that he has said about men. Not so much about himself, because clearly most of you should know by now that at the time of Mr. Samuel's death, supposedly he was subleasing an apartment. So I don't know if he owned real estate or anything like that. There's also a rumor going around that he only had a thousand dollars in his bank account and that his family has since started a GoFundMe account to actually pay for his funeral. You got all these friends and you ain't got no money? Ma'am. No, I don't. I think he's spending it on the suits. That's what I think. And then the young lady that was with him. Suit every video. I I don't know what's up. Oh, and also, he was on an episode of Atlanta just recently. Did you see it? Uh -uh. He was on an episode of Atlanta, and the episode is. Donald Glover was not in this episode. The episode follows a young man who is mixed, but he looks white. So his father is black. He's a high school student a high school senior, and he's trying to go to this expensive college. His dad, like, I ain't filling out no FAFSA. I don't know how you're going to go to that school, basically, right? So he's trying to figure out how he's going to go to the school. The school is mixed where he hangs out with the white kids. The kids don't know he's actually black, right? So all of the seniors are called to the auditorium. And then all of a sudden, Kevin Samuels comes into the auditorium. He is a former student of this school. It was called Stonewall Jackson High School, right? Mm-hmm. And so he says, I'm the heir to the pink oil moisturizer fam- uh, fortune or whatever. Mm-hmm. He has a completely different name. But he says every senior in the high school is going to get a full ride scholarship to whatever college they want to go to. All the kids start cheering. Mm-hmm. And then he looks into the mic and says, if you're black. <laughs> 
the whole arena was like, so all the black kids, of course, stand up. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So all the black kids meet me in the gym. So then at that point, you had to prove that you were black. You had a group of Indian kids singing uh shy do da da do to try to prove that they were black. It was crazy. So he's called to the auditorium. They say yellow bone. Get on in here, right? So one of the first questions he's asked is, what's the six things you can mix with Hennessy? I was like, well, shoot, if that's the question, I'm not black. Oh, I am. I don't, what, okay, what's, what's the six what things? <laughs> what six things would you Nothing. mix with Hennessy? Ma'am. Coke. <laughs> Nothing is not an answer. Nothing, Coke, Crayon Apple, Ginger Ale, mm. Hypnotic. Another alcohol? Yeah. With him? Hennessy, Hypnotic, and Goose is my favorite drink that's called the Incredible Hulk. There's a juice in this? No. Hennessy, Hypnotic, and Grey Goose. Good Lord. So I mean, the Hypnotic is kind of like juice. I was going to say, that's probably the mixer, like the margarita mix. But it's liquor. But it's liquor. Yeah, because you, a lot of margarita mixes will have a little bit of alcohol in it. But yeah, for the most part, it's just the margarita. Yeah, I think Hypnotic got a little more than that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But probably. More than likely. So who were they asking? He didn't give, they said it was a trick question. Yeah. So then one of the other things. Nothing. Other, no, I told you. So, <laughs> so I the next, no. Right. What I'm saying is they never told him what the answer was. They said, oh, okay, we like the little answers you gave. Because he said, uh, Coke. Then he was like, coconut, rum. He was like, oh, okay, we're going to give you um, some creative points for that rum or whatever. But with coconut, Ooh, they I was like. <laughs> so then another question they asked him was, did you see what happened? Something that happened on the news. And he goes into, oh, yeah, this young man was shot at a traffic stop with his father. And he was like, nope, the answer is, that's a damn shame. I'm like, basically, at the end of it, they determined that he was not black enough to receive the scholarship. And so he's pissed because, of course, his father is black. He was like, but you live white. You are, you are regular Clarence Thomas. And they was like, whoa, he ain't that white. <laughs> But it was just, again, like you said, very eerie that shortly after this man dies, he's on an episode of Atlanta, right? You know what I'm saying? And we've been talking about this whole high value, the fact that he only had $1,000 in his account. He's the one who's been talking about what is high value. Well, 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 wait, wait, wait. I have always been told some of the most successful people have the lowest numbers in their bank account. But then, that, low, then what does high value mean? a very low daily balance because their money is in things that make them money. You don't keep a lot of money in your account because it's not generating any revenue. The moment you get a sum, you give it to grow it. I so guess. I've always heard that very rich people have very little in their bank accounts. I don't know that that's him. I'm just saying we may not have the full story and I don't feel comfortable running with just that. The subleasing of the apartment gives me pause. Secondly, who is this random lady who has managed to remain nameless? Well, he supposedly she was somebody. Well, this whole color purple story. I'm not. It's not clear if they were having sex at the time of his death, <laughs> but at the same time, they said his death was because of a mixture of Red Bull and some gas station drugs he took. And that is what I call low value. <laughs> Listen, I'm like, if I'm gonna go out, it's gonna be because I went at my time. Yes, but they that drugs, penis enhancers, dope, like the pills. Yes, pretty much. Oh, now Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Kevin. Now you wanted to keep it real 
We're going to keep it real with you. Beyond the grave. Okay. What the hell? What are you doing? What are you out here doing? Sir? No way. I will say though, he looked very good for his age. I did not know he was that old. He was 56, 57 years old. I'm like, we thought when we talked about him initially that he was about 56. Yes, he no, he was. Well, I mean, that ain't that big of a difference. The point of the matter. 56 and 65. The point of the matter is, when we initially talked about it, we thought he was in mid 40s. Not that he was nowhere near, you know, 60 or 65. You know what I'm saying? So. How do you go from, I guess, I feel like I'm assuming he was a dude that hit the gym to you need gas station pills. Like what? It don't still work? Maybe not. Mm. I mean, depending on how you... Hitting the gym ain't got nothing to do with hitting... Take, basically it taking be, care of himself to where that should that be working value. without no, needing the gas station no, stuff. erectile dysfunction don't discriminate now. Oh, Lord. You can be taking care of yourself and still can't get buddy to do what you need him to do. I don't think that... Uh, <laughs> the, I, well, I I'm no doctor, so I don't know, you know, yeah. when that stops working, <laughs> <laughs> or you need a little more extra lift. He needed something. Mm. I, oh. Man, <laughs> Kevin, 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 Kevin. Kevin. What? Y'all, and he's not. I just, he might be. <laughs> <laughs> if he is, don't you, don't why? Why this show? Don't you Shoot. Like water recall, oh, okay? yeah, he, I, I don't want my water going there just started yet. Somewhere, okay? You don't know where he listening and what he listening to. ATL, we in ATL. Well, nope. We in Sugar Hill right now, baby. But A we, metro. We're near. No. <laughs> metro. Metro. It's not the metro. 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 So high value by my definition would not be what you have just described. That ain't doing it for me. Well, considering this man has talked to a lot of women who, again, when we talk about high value, we first look at where you are in your career, where you are financially. Those are the things that he usually focuses on. Well, I always ask, what does he do? What is his Nobody knows. I've never heard him say what he did before he was this guru that he is now. And do we need our guru self-proclaim? Do we need our gurus to be a reflection of what they're talking about? I say yes. To some extent, yeah. I need you to speak from a place of experience a little bit. A little bit. Like you can't be talking about men cheating on their wives and whatnot. Hello, Mr. Derek Jackson. But you don't you are not faithful to yours. Like make it make sense. I don't understand, Mr. John Gray. Pastor John Gray, who stay cheating on his wife and just buys vehicles to cover it up. Am I? Okay. Hit dog talking? She, you know. she over here airing. I'm just saying, I'm just I'm not saying anything that ain't already out here that, that folks have been talking about for a while. I'm just giving my okay. two cents. When you Google what is Kevin Samuel's profession, it says YouTuber. What the fuck are we talking about? So, I mean... He attended the University of Oklahoma, where he uh, studied chemical engineering, uh, according to his LinkedIn. He had a career in marketing before leaving the industry in 2013 and pivoting to his own image consulting firm. Uh, he went to college but didn't finish. No, it didn't say he. Well, usually, if you say whether he graduated, right, versus study, exactly. Okay, and then it says an early business. His early business, his consulting firm, went by the name of Made Men Image Consultants. Mm. So he's a self-made man, 
and he's over here spreading the juice. Right. Making people think he got the juice. It's like, girl, this is giving me real Twinder Swin love. Twinder Swin Like, I can't. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I cannot, I cannot. Like you have made up in your mind that you are something and the world is going to believe that you are that something. Right. You're gonna love me. No, no. Okay, he, that's all I hear. That's what I see. And I'm not knocking the hustle. I bought the My thing is, what legacy do you want to be leaving? You know? I think he wanted to leave with some money. But it, I don't know if he did. <laughs> At the end of the day, because I, you know, I'm making sure, of course, I have some life insurance and everything like that. Besides that, that I leave to my family, what do I want people to say about me when I'm gone? You know what I'm saying? Like, what positivity did I leave in the world? I feel like this is a mixed bag. Unless you are a more mature person, intelligent person, where again, you can extract the message from the mess, then. Okay, fine. Because I do think that there is some truth to some of the things that he was saying. But and I, I think he said a lot of things men were scared to say. That, true, true. Because nobody's trying to hear that. That's how they talking to their boys. This is true. That's that shit they saying in the barbershop. That's why they like, yeah, I've been woke. That's what I've been saying all along. You she know? <laughs> like, why? why? And she got the nerve to try to hold back the pussy from me. Yeah. What? That's how they feel. That is exactly how they feel. Long. She walked too long. She want too motherfucking much, and she ain't even got shit to bring to the goddamn table. And she is the same. She is. <laughs> I, yeah. I just can't. But he's can. so he had the balls to step up, take the world by storm, make it his platform, and say things that other people were afraid to say. Hey, I think that's needed. I do. I do. Yeah, to a certain extent. But again, I don't know if I want to go out because I took Red Bulls at gas stations. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you just die from a natural heart attack, okay, fine. No, it's but, not really fine, though, because part of being high value is health and wealth and health, wealth, and happiness. Where's your health at? But he was older. But he was older. 57 ain't old. My daddy's 64. No, that ain't old. That is not old. I, I tell you, I do volunteer work at this uh, facility, and it's people white people that's like 92 looking like the picture of hell that's what no i'm saying you, you pull up they nothing ain't got nothing yeah so, i don't know how you living out here mm-hmm. right you got to take care of yourselves and unfortunately i know from personal experience my son's father died at 24 of a heart attack yeah. you know what i'm saying because he was not taking care of of himself so it don't matter if you're 24 or if you're 57 you got to take care of your body or it will not take care of you Which period you high value yes absolutely so health I, needs to be number one on the list i don't know that he's ever assessed though what's a high value man i'm sure he probably i'm has. sure he's got a couple episodes and maybe we'll go back and revisit this question of what it means to be high value particularly from the kevin samuels perspective can y'all stop saying y'all glad the man dead though whoever out here <sighs> with the foolishness can y'all just please Cut it out, okay? That I don't have not, no heaven or hell to put nobody in. Y'all, so. and that was not his karma to die. I mean, no. I, I just, that's crazy. Um, yeah. It's your time, it's your time. You never know the day nor the hour. Right, because it might not be a heart attack. You get in the car and you get in the accident. Yeah, so <laughs> I just, y'all, stop it. Just cut it out. Cut it out, cut it out. I don't know. So I don't know about the whole 30, over 35, being damaged goods. That's what I saw an interview with Vivica Fox. Mm. She was saying that that's what he said. That women over 35 are damaged goods. Mm-hmm. And they might as well hang up the towel. They're not going to get... Which is, if that's how it was said, that's completely foolish. Because my third grade teacher got married at 69. She met the love of her life. Oh, wow. That was her first marriage? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And, wow. honey, it was night and day. Miss Keller went from being Killer Kelly, like people hated her class, mm. to loving her class. Wow. Love won't do. Mm. Okay, it will t- it will change you. It will. It absolutely. It'll certainly relax you if you're in a healthy relationship. Absolutely. Your face face be glowing and oh, stuff. Oh, she was so nice. Like after that, right? What a little penile would do. I guess that's why you get into the gas station. Yeah. Know about this woman. Who is this lady? Girl, she didn't let go of all her social media because y'all they you know have why? been relentless. No, you know why? She poisoned that man. What? For why? I call foul play. Anyway, do not put that in the atmosphere. <laughs> we are not claiming <laughs> that. Can, allegedly. Can we please run an autopsy report? Okay, and if, and if it's the say. gas station triple X, what then what? You know, we'll rock with that, but people have doctored all types before. I'm just saying, if you took one for the team, if you were hired to assassinate him, wow, Kev- Kevin ain't did enough to be, for people to be trying to assassinate him. You've been in one one episode of Atlanta, a few, one oh, of Future's videos, and all of a sudden you need to be taken out. Like, like you, don't, don't what? count out the things that people in this world will do. I've seen people killed a whole lot quicker who've done a whole lot less than wow. what he You don't ever know what something you say might have triggered in some random person. I Which cannot. Is why I wonder how come we made it through eight, uh, four years with the duck. That's a whole other story. Like, Lord, he was available. Why you couldn't take him? <laughs> you, you had to take Kevin. Kevin didn't have enough time to change. It's not. It's <sighs> okay, well, My God. Anywho, Anywho. Know what you think. What you think? What do you consider a high value person? It don't necessarily have to be man or woman. Yeah, you know. I think really the things that make a person high value go for both sexes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Good morals. Good scruples. Taking care of your health. Your teeth. Well, your wealth. Oh, EJ is big. I'm, I'm telling you about these teeth, oh, y'all. Girl, I want to tell the whole right here. We can't. I can't. You I cannot. You cannot. Hey, That'll be a side that. conversation. These apps are a jungle out here. Okay? <laughs> they be wanting the video chat. So they got video chat features on the apps now? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, what you would think would cut out on catfish, but apparently not. What? But all I'm saying is, if you're going to video chat, don't be zooming in on your mouth and your mouth ain't right. I can't. That's just, I'm just I just can't. My teeth be itching when I see it. I just, ugh, ugh, teeth ugh. Itch. They can, shoot. <laughs> Anywho, Ooh. anyway. Yes. We're going to so, segue into talking about what has happened recently with the recent charges announced against, what, 28 defendants? Yeah. Here in the state of Georgia. I've learned now that I am not young anymore. Mm. Because I don't know half of these folks. Not one. But I think everybody under the age of 30 probably knows all of those folks. Really? Well, I, Because they're I, a part of the, I mean, our, you know, it's a part of the record label. It's their whole label. Young Slime Life is what it's called. Okay. See. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is this. If Young Slime Life is the whole organization and this is not the criminal defense attorney on the line trying to tell you how to commit a crime or how to get away with murder Mm -hmm. i'm not but hypothetically speaking Mm -hmm. if you are the face of the organization or this is your organization do not make your front man the main man this your the face like don't make the person who's running making these runs handling the guns threatening individuals hitting licks 
Don't make that be the same person that's putting the tracks out, that's getting the money for the record label. Somebody else. It's it's kind of one of them this things. And it pisses me off. It's the same thing that happened with Michael Vick. You were yeah. talented, okay? You were the one that was making the legit money, okay? If you and your cousin and them and Day Day and Ray Ray was fighting these dogs in the back illegally, what one of them couldn't have gone down the road for that? Why are you taking the fall? Why do you have to fall on that sword? My thing is this. If it's an organization, figure out how to run your shit to where it still can run. Or... Why are we still doing this? Hey, mama, we made it. We ain't got to do this no more. Well, you know, just as well as I do. And this is probably, this actually should be a whole episode. Once EJ and I delve into a little bit more of the facts and the case gets a little more traction. Because it actually, to me, speaks to both of our areas of practice. You know, just like I do, that a lot of times these young rappers get into these horrible record deals. Absolutely. They really ain't made it. That's true. So that whole mama, I made it. Made mama, it. I need another job. Mama, <laughs> I made it across the street. But yes. I'm in the same ghetto doing the same shit. Yes, that's true. Um, and then that it comes true. down to this whole trademark situation where they're not properly being advised on what their image and their likeness is. They're sold out to someone else and other people are making the money off of their backs. This they don't true. have the education to know better, to sign better, then once they sign their life away, they still have that same mentality. You can yes. take the girl out the country, but you can't take the country out the country. Oh, yes, you, you can take the is. Negro out the, the hood, but you can't take the hood out the Negro. Because that's what it is. And, yeah. and it's not enough of a community around them to foster that growth that's so desperately needed. I mean, we've seen that with NFL and NBA players where a lot of times they weren't ready for that kind of success. And so a lot of, they go into those industries if they still smoked weed or whatever other things that they were doing, they still go into the league thinking they can continue that on. And they're giving it to you for free. These record labels and all of that stuff, they're giving them the drugs. Because they already know they're going to keep them mentally unsafe. Right. So when you ask, How do we get here? Like, haven't we come beyond that? No, we have not arrived. Mm. We have not arrived for so many reasons. And you know the legal ramifications and hangups just as well as I do, Um, which is why it'll be interesting to see, you know, how much money do these young children or young people, I guess not all of our children, really do have? And how are they going to be able to get themselves out of this mess that's now tangled up? Because I'm willing to bet the books ain't in order. Yeah, probably and not. The thing you always say to me is something that I, I really agree with. You're like, you get all this success, but then when you pick a team to handle your money, it don't never look your team don't never look like you. Right. Why is that? Why is that? You in Atlanta, you're not gonna tell me there aren't plenty of qualified individuals who look like you right. that possibly had your better interest. I ain't right. gonna say your best interest because you Hello Jay Z singing about owning, you know, you know, black things and whatnot, but most of his team was Jewish. And Kanye too over there stealing that man's gospel track. You better pay that man. <laughs> so all I'm saying is this would be an interesting topic because obviously I want to d- delve more into what it takes to prove a RICO uh, right. charge. So I yes, think I think much. on our next episode, we're going <laughs> to get into some of the charges and even go through what RICO is about. Because yeah. I think that's something that people need to know. Again, this is not necessarily legal advice. You still need to be seeking your own if said situation you find yourself in. You know, if you one of the 28 defendants that was caught up in that madness, please get you an attorney. And we need to go into the copyright portion of it too, right? How much of what I say in a song? Now, see, I don't know how that plays in terms of 
these charges because I'm assuming these lyrics have to match up with stuff that actually happened for it to even stand. Obviously they passed muster for, and obviously, you know, the saying that you can indict a ham sandwich, but they went through before a grand jury. So obviously they took these lyrics to the grand jury and it matched up to some of the things that actually happened in terms of people being murdered, in terms of drug transactions and things like that. They've been watching them for a while. This is not like this was something that just happened a couple months ago. It's been a, a long time coming. So more than likely, like I said, some of these lyrics are matching up with what, you know, has actually, actually transpired. It's not just some shit you just made up. At least I assume. But I feel like some of that stuff is not going to stick. That's my thought. Yeah. And I'm very much interested in seeing what the pivot and the segue now is. Now that you've got this, that this is what you think is going to prove your case, how do we as a collective unit come together and dissolve of this matter, right? Right. Because typically in RICO cases, just like any gang case or any other case with a whole lot of co-defendants, Somebody starts squealing. Right. Yeah. I'm telling on him. He's telling on her. She's telling on me. And then it comes down to like a hot three. Right. And so again, this is not me telling you how to operate your, your criminal organization, if that's what it is. But don't let young thug be the one to fall on the sword. That's yeah. dumb. Man. That's dumb. He the one Shout with out the to you, young thug. No, because I do like you though. I like you, James. We do. I do. Mm. I'm going fishing with the little bit shrimp dips. Ain't that him? tell you off my head it would be one of them things if i heard his voice oh okay that, that, that's him but to say i know a song off my mind oh, you know lyrics i have i, have I, know. <laughs> I don't know no, i don't know i can't even think of what song the point of the matter is, I think, again, when you start reaching a level of success, certain people that you used to shoot in the gym with, they can't come with you. It's all good when the bottles is popping and the drinks is flowing and the money is, you know, exchanging hands. But the moment something happens, then people will turn on you. Hey, you have to move like you have something to lose other than your life. Exactly. Right? Because now you, if you go away for 25 years or more, that is your life. It's over. And they're trying to kill y'all while you're in there. Exactly. You might still lose your life. I don't know. God, Jesus, the offense. Me, just, all the fences. It's always us because I just don't never hear nothing like this. I don't know about you. Well, I mean, I imagine with like the uh, mobs and whatnot, most of the things that they were found guilty under was something to do with Rico. Rico basically came out of not being able to convict the mob directly. It was like little different things here that started working together to keep the criminal enterprise together. That's basically what Rico is. Yeah, but they still ain't been able to shut the mob down. Not completely, but they're gonna get little pieces of it. But they're about to be shut down indefinitely. Hmm. I think. Well, I well I'm again, they ain't on the level of operating like the mafia that's <laughs> been doing it since the thing. old country. So somebody got to be doing things legit. That's like you said. And if you didn't know what you was doing, ask somebody. That's that's all Let me give you a couple dollars. Frank Lucas, is he still alive? I don't think he is. Oh, okay. No. We but when he was, we you know. That's what it is. We have to be No. Legit or otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> you have to move differently. Your circle is going to change. I even remember when I went to law, thinking about going to law school or just even going back to school, some of the people I were hanging with were not thinking about that. They were only thinking about what was happening the next day. Nobody was thinking about the future. And so gradually certain people just fell out of my life and that was okay. You know, saying so nobody... I don't think anybody took offense to or took it personal when I decided I had to move in a different direction. You know what I mean? So I was dating some dude. I was sitting here watching, watching, sitting in the crack house, watching him break down a crack rock. I said, oh, no, this ain't going to work. I can't do this. 
I'm a criminal justice major on my way trying to be a law student, and I'm in here watching. I'm, Bricks. I'm watching too much. This is too much, and this is just not in line right. with, with, with the vision. You're right. Okay? I didn't have moments like that before. Where I'm looking around looking like around, this, this like, ain't it. This, ain't this, it. This, <laughs> this is not what God had in store. This ain't it. No, I'm no, like, I know what no. Specifically, right, but, but it, what ain't it ain't this. this. It ain't okay. this. The walls was closing in. I appreciate it. You know, I, I God was like, this is what it's gonna be if you keep saying around these kinds of people. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It you takes know. breaking down a crack rock for me to get it, Lord. Make it plain. Make it. It's very, <laughs> you can't get no plainer than that. God, stick out. Come up in here. What I'm gonna do? What am I gonna say? Nothing. <laughs> Looking dumb. Dumb in here. Got the dumb. Got so, to go. Yeah. yeah so. Well, guys, it's been real. We're gonna, like I said, we're gonna do a follow up episode where we will actually go through some of these charges that Mister Young Thug and Gunner have been charged with and see if we can make. Some sense of it. Yeah, because we are lawyers. I mean, I'm sure y'all forget that. Yeah, we, we forget to mention it, you know. Yeah, maybe we can flex a little and a give little bit. you a little insight or dip into the legal aspect of it. And again, I am Luana Fells of The Fells Firm. Look us up, www.thefellsfirm.com. In fact, if you're a part of this RICO indictment and you happen to be listening, I am taking on new clients. Hit me up, 404-610-8677, since you are in my area. You're okay. Advocacy okay. is priority. Yes, is. I yes, know the motto. Is. Come on, somebody. Your friends better support you. That's what you need, okay? Yes. They already got the model, and I am EJ of EJ Lee Law Practice, where the model is to be referee whistle official out here with your intellectual property. Hit me up at 678-343-2799. We look forward to doing another episode. We're going to be talking about Rico. So, yeah. all right, guys, and until next. And we're not going to take forever, okay? So, until <laughs> next time. Bye, y'all. All right, y'all. It's EJ. And your girl, Luana. Thank you for listening to another episode of ATL Watering Hole. Please rate, review, and, and subscribe. subscribe.